This is me. There's no filter here. It's only me. These are my thoughts on the world as I've come to see it in the last half a century. Good morning, this is Malik. And uh, today we're going to talk about the polarization paradox as it pertains to the health systems, the health systems around the world. And I'm, I'm particularly excited about this topic simply because there's so much happening across the world right now with healthcare. Um, there's some healthcare systems that are um, divided in the sense that you have to pay to get the healthcare. Um, if you don't have the money or you don't have the insurance, you don't get the healthcare. And then there's other healthcare systems that are provided for everybody but may not provide the suitable health care that is needed at the suitable time in order to um, create an, a system where everyone who can survive does survive. Um, and, and, and that should be ultimately, I believe, is the goal for any doctor, is that if I can heal you, I want to be able to heal you. And that's 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 an important factor that we'll be talking about um, in this and the next series of podcasts. So this is the first one in the in the health paradox, and I want to discuss before we get into the healthcare systems and all that. I want to discuss something that's probably on each of our minds at this point in time is COVID nineteen, the coronavirus. And the reason why I want to bring that one up first before talking about the different healthcare systems and the polarization that's happening between them um, in, in each of those systems and the potential opportunities to, to improve them, the reason why I want to bring up COVID-19 is that it really does um, uh, help us illustrate how each and every single um, healthcare system whether it be it a, uh, a capitalistic-based one where you have to have insurance to get health care or a socialist-based one where um, everyone gets health care no matter what, or one that is basically a dictatorship-based one where, where some people get health care, some people don't, or maybe everyone does, depending on whoever is in power at that point in time. Um, those, those, all those health care systems are being exposed against the same kind of threat and this threat doesn't care about you know what job you have how much money you have where you live in the world it doesn't really care about you know your your status you know whether you have insurance whether you don't have insurance whether you have a, a good healthcare system or a poor healthcare system it really doesn't care at the end of the day it's going to infect you now whether you survive whether you you know how you deal with it well now that depends on that healthcare system okay now that healthcare system really becomes the focus of how well you're going to survive this part and so i think despite the the, the extremely negative hardships and, and terrible times that we're all experiencing together, um, whether we're self-isolating or, or, or for those families that I, I can't even begin to express, you know, the horror we, my wife and I feel every morning when we hear about all those families and these people dying alone. And we know right now that if we were to ever wind up in the hospital, that, that we would have to be there by ourselves and we may die alone. 
And I think that's even more terrifying than the fact of dying, is the fact that, that there is absolutely, you know, the end of our life is marked by being in a room by ourselves and no one around us. So uh, I, can't, I can't begin to express how hurt this makes me feel deep, deep, deep down inside um, for all of us. Um, um, you know, and we're lucky we're not experiencing it, but I feel like I'm experiencing it with the rest of the world. And there's no way that I can, I can understand or, or appreciate what a family has to go through when one of their loved ones has to go into that hospital and may never come out. Um, and I can't, I can't possibly understand right now, um, what happens to someone who loses someone or, or someone who has to be the person that goes into that hospital and may never see their family again. I mean, these are horrific, horrific moments and horrific times that we're, we're living in, in this, in this sense. And it's, it's, a, it's a very serious, uh, situation. So I don't want to misrepresent how serious, how powerful, how important, um, you know, all these lives and, and all these, these, these experiences are happening around us, uh, you know, that, 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 you know, by looking at this in an academic way, that is not at all the intent of this. There is a, a serious, um, um, situation that we're all living. And I feel that it's important for us while we're living this to try to make sense of it to try to find some sense of understanding that we can gleam out of it. And, and some may say, well, you know what? You're just trying to find purpose. You're just trying to find understanding. And so be it. You know, that's my perspective. I, I, I absolutely, you know, condone and understand perspectives that people say, hey, we're trying to derive meaning out of something that's meaningless. I get it. No problem. Totally there with you. Um, but this is how I choose to see the world. Is it right? I don't know. Is it wrong? I don't know, right? Um, but I choose to see meaning. I choose to find, you know, I, I believe that things happen for some kind of reason, some kind of purpose, although I have no proof of or evidence of that. Um, I, honestly, I don't. Um, but, but I tend to want to believe that. So in, in wanting to believe that, wanting to understand that, and in being so helpless and being able to help everyone around me, um, I want to be able to produce these podcasts um, to try to uh, glean some understanding, potential um, understanding out of this COVID-19 and what, what we can potentially learn from it and how we can potentially grow from it in, in such a way that can make us stronger, healthier, happier uh, when we get out of this. And we will get out of this. Um, so that's, that's the... Um, the intent of this, and and I want to basically uh, like to say before we proceed um, that I can't express how deeply concerned I am and deeply um, empathetic I am for all the caregivers in the world right now and their families and what they must be going through um, on a daily basis, day in day out is unfathomable and i would love one day to um just do you know a podcast uh, a few podcasts just basically focusing on them and what they've gone through and what they've been through um and really give 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 some 
insight into the kind of things that they've had to experience and more importantly on, on the learnings you know what what they gained out of it and what what some of them have come forward publicly and announced in terms of um you know what they've learned and how they feel that they can make the system better you know i can't heal these doctors i can't heal these physicians um i can't help these families grieve but i can um help bring forth the message about the learnings that they have and how we can create a better system for the future um and that i hope uh you know can provide some meaning some purpose some context and potentially some benefit to the future so so that being said um COVID-19, self-isolating, um, infectious ability on the maximum. If it gets down to your lower respiratory tract, you're going to have to be hospitalized. If you're hospitalized, your chances of, of um, surviving are all based on your healthcare system. And some may say, well, you know, um, we have a great healthcare system. Everybody has healthcare, and in our system, we all have healthcare. And we've seen that in Italy with one of the best healthcare systems in the world. However, even Italy was overtaxed, overwhelmed by this. So the question is was their healthcare system enough? Was there, what flaws did this expose in their healthcare system? Right. And we're going to talk a little bit about that because they do have an amazing healthcare system. They do have an excellent healthcare system. We're going to talk about how good their healthcare system is. But we're also going to talk about what we can learn to improve our healthcare system in one of the best models in the world. Right? When when you when you've got a good model of a healthcare system being attacked by a virus like this, you can actually get to see where the strengths are, but where some of the weaknesses are and how you can further expand it so they can continue to be the best healthcare system in the world. Um, if you take a look at the um, the uh, you know North American healthcare system, you've got two different types of healthcare system. One that's capitalistic based, where everyone gets the support, and some of it's socialist based, where where um, uh, sorry the capitalist based where where you you know people get support, but they don't all get uh, support on a regular basis, and so they're having to refashion, remodel the healthcare system so that everybody can provide support, whereas you have Canada up in the north where everyone gets health care. But the question is, did they get enough health care? And, and so all of that, those portions come out. And then we're going to look at some, some countries uh, that are run by dictators and, and how they, they, uh, the, that dictatorship is running the country, in some cases running it very efficiently, in some cases less than efficient. And then we're going to be looking at some developing countries and their healthcare systems and how their their healthcare systems work. And the idea is that you're going to see in all of these cases some positives. There's going to be some serious positives that we can learn from all as a community. And there will be some parts that are weaker that we can all learn from. As a community, so you're going to see that that as we go through these different healthcare systems and how COVID nineteen has helped expose them, um, you, you be, begin to see um, why 
some healthcare systems can handle certain strains and why some patterns and why some healthcare systems can't handle strains. And in, in gleaming these patterns together, I'm hoping that we can, fa- we can start to fabricate what is this ideal healthcare system that can help improve the world going forward and, 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 and in some way make sense out of um, this, this, this very devastating uh, virus that's uh, that pandemic that is affecting the entire world around us um so that's going to be the the next um series of podcasts on the health paradox and i hope you'll um you'll be there with me to uh experience some of them i'd like to hear um what you agree on what you disagree on i'd like as much to learn from you um um, as you learn from me, um, in, in a sense, I really don't have very much to teach other than what I've learned in my lifetime. Uh, but that's a very small fraction. That's a very minute, minute fraction compared to what all of you have experienced and lived and understand. Um, whether you are in the healthcare system or whether you're outside of it, whether you're just a patient, um, you know, you all encompass a greater body of knowledge that, that I am personally very interested in, uh, much more interested than I am in my own thoughts and my own <laughs> belief systems, um, simply because it represents a greater reality for me, what you have all lived, uh, than anything that I can possibly imagine on my own. So I'm so excited uh, to move forward in this series with you. I'm excited to hear your comments, your thoughts. I would like to bring those into the podcast. I'd like to incorporate um, what I'm learning from each and every one of you into the podcast and really, you know, bring light to who you are. Um, If you wish to uh, remain anonymous, that's fine. If you wish to have your name uh, called out in the podcast, that'd be great as well. Um, each and every single one of you as individuals, um, if, you, if you know a little bit about me, you, you know that I have an extreme respect for each and every single one of you, and I don't look at any single human being in my life, any single child, any single wife, husband, whatever may be in this world, um, as, as, as uh, a group of beings, but just as one individual being each and every single one of us unique. So I I look forward to uh, working on the series with you guys and really, you know, building a, um, a shared reality together so we can start understanding what are some of the best aspects of our healthcare systems that we can use to further cement all healthcare systems potentially around the world, at least communicate that around the world. And then what are some of the weaknesses that we all need to address and how do we address them? How do we address them? Not just expose the weaknesses, but hey, how can these be addressed across the world so that at least we can build a model healthcare system uh, that all countries can then look at and say, hey, I'm going to incorporate this. I choose I'm not going to, I choose not to incorporate that, but at least they know what 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 potentially is the ideal uh, global healthcare system out there and, and, and they can learn whatever they want out of it and incorporate whatever they want out of it to help incrementally make their healthcare systems better and better. And, um, perhaps, uh, you know, give meaning to all those beautiful human beings that have uh, lost their lives in this, uh, in this viral, um, pan pandemic and, and, and maybe provide some, some, um, some purpose and meaning uh, to all those families that are going through 
um, what I can't imagine is probably the hardest times of their lives right now. So thank you all for listening and thank you uh, for sharing. And please, above all, be safe.